everybody yo love amy hello amy 
we got to have George in. George is cool, but as soon as I start jamming or something, he starts uh, trying to sing along. Uh, yeah, Georgie. So why did I just play that? Because I wanted to, I was listening to uh, Vox Day talk about Jordan Peterson, and it was hilarious and insightful. And I was thinking back to Jordan Peterson stuff. Tonight we're going to talk about Michael J- uh, Jackson, by the way, how he's still alive. And right now you think I'm crazy, right? Wait till the end of this. You're going to be like, whoa. And the price, the karmic price, celebrities, banksters, criminals, what they uh, have to pay to live their life. And the price to pay to get out. So anyway, um, why did I just play that? Because I was thinking about Jordan Peterson's... Um, the whole in-between order and chaos and how the world needs balance. And that's also the philosophy of Thanos, the genocidal maniac in the Avengers, and Lucifer. You know, the light of the morning, the morning star, um, the fallen one. It's horrible. Okay, this is the inverse. This is You Are My Sunshine. And my, when I put my son to bed last night, he was like, Sunshine? And I sing, you are my Walter, my only Walter. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. So don't take my Walter away. Right? And he loves it. And he goes, and he goes, George. And I go, because George is always by the bed. I go, you are my Georgie, my only Georgie. You make me happy when skies are gray. And then he goes, Mama. I go, you are my mama, my only mama. Okay, so the inverse of that is... So if there's yin, yang, chaos, order, light, dark, you know, admiration, and then the, the Jungian upside down, Emotion of admiration is envy, passion, lust, um, decisiveness, rage, you know, stuff like that. Why do you want the dark? Like the, the dark isn't, you, you don't need to find a balance between good and evil. Try and always go for good because evil's there, you know? And so why would you want to do that? I just don't understand it. Hey, it's... Hey, it's Monday and I'm ready to flat chat, says Eric Dubay. Well, we will. I a little update on my flat chat. And it will be a chat right now because I don't have enough ammo to fully debate and give it enough. One of my close friends who's a nuclear physicist who got his PhD from Caltech, he's IQ, what, 200, also a functioning retard. Um, good guy. I've been friends with him for years and years and years. I, I texted him today. I'm like, dude, I need ammo about the earth being a sphere. And he was laughing. He was like, one of my colleagues uh, said that you're calling everyone who doesn't think we went to the moon a retard. He's like, no one's even upset about the moon. It's the word retard. And he's like, I'm like, yeah, I find it funny. He's like, I also find it funny. But anyway, so I'm like, I need some ammo, smart science guy. And so, so he sent me, so he sent me a picture. He's like, of a girl on in Antarctica and it's like, Hey, flat earth people, why aren't I upside down? And he's like, it's a home run. And I'm like, have you guys not heard the flat earth arguments? It's as if they don't know the arguments. And there is, 
you know, there isn't a, a level of annoyance with some of the flat earth arguments where it's like, uh, what's gravity? Ah, magnetism. You know, it's like, you can't prove gravity. Well, neither can you. Ah, here we are to stand still. But Antarctica being upside down, that, that, that's like the worst argument ever. So, uh, you know, I'm still working on my side and I've, I've, I've elicited the help of literally some of the best scientists in the world and they suffer the same hubris that I see a lot of people suffer from. Again, I still believe the earth is a sphere. I'm just having a very hard time proving it and I'm just being honest about my entire journey. And I'm fearless about it because I'm doing my due diligence. I'm not just like, you know, hear one fact about someone with a zoom lens seeing a ship and I'm like, no way, it's flat. I'm doing my absolute due diligence. And uh, I hope you enjoy the ride because this is fun. This is what human beings should do. We're curious animals. We like to question things, you know, and we're in a world that doesn't like science or questions like uh, Crick who discovered the double helix uh, genetic scientist, like won the Nobel Prize for discovering DNA, just got his Nobel Prize taken away because he also discovered that there was racial IQ differences. And that isn't my white supremacy talking because the smartest race are... And the reason it's being completely shut down and they got no cocks on them, these guys. These guys, yeah, their space relations are great, but I mean, the cocks on them, you know, they might blow the mind of a gerbil, but you know, that's uh, that's not worth the trade, if you ask me. Anyway, so they took his Nobel Prize, and and now they're a bunch of double helix deniers. Why is the Asian thing so terrifying? Because if the whites had the highest IQ, that'd be easy to, uh, to throw under the rug and be like, oh, white supremacy, white supremacy, oh my God, white supremacy. But no, the Asians, <laughs> they are a tiny minority group in America. They were wicked oppressed, just like everybody was back in the day, but... They say that a Chinaman died every mile of, the, of every uh, railroad. Yeah, the Japs were put in an internment camp. I see the argument, by the way. The, uh, the back, you know, when you're in a world war, you can't judge retroactively. Uh, but when that Democrat FDR, that cripple, put him in a camp, you know, he did what he thought was right at the time. Democrats have a, you know, have a way of, of attacking entire demographics. But anyway... The reason the Chinese thing is is tough for the left and for the deep state and for the uh, globalist human cattle psychopaths is because it doesn't follow any narrative at all. And this is why I'm not invited to have these conversations, because uh, I'll point these things out. In case you haven't noticed, there is a narrative. And then there's people that are paid hundreds of millions of dollars to react startled to the narrative to make people feel like they're fighting the obviously false, false narrative. For example, Ben Shapiro, who I once liked and enjoyed his show because I was still on, on my path in my life. I was just happy that someone was calling out the bullshit. That's, how, that's why I originally liked uh, Jordan Peterson. That's why I originally liked Joe Rogan. And by the way, these aren't friends I turned on. I was never friends with any of these people. I've met them all once. 
So when Jordan Peterson said, I'm not going to say your pronouns, eh? I was like, thank you. When Joe Rogan is like, Carlos Mencia is stealing, stealing jokes. I was like, finally. And when Ben Shapiro was like, really, New York Times? Really? 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 Is this what we are now? Is this what we're going to do? And this is why people hate the left. I was like, yes, Ben. Finally, a Jew I can trust. I like Clavin and Knowles. I still like Clavin and Knowles a lot. Ben Shapiro's total. Uh, but th- th- they're all a form of controlled opposition. What it is, is there's a narrative. And then there's people who always react surprised and contemptuous. And like the majority is still fine. And we're like, oh, okay. Gillette just released a commercial about how toxic men are. It literally is a shaving company for men. I, we're so off the rails. That's what, what originally drew me to Vox Day. Because in the very, very beginning of listening to Vox Day, I didn't like him that much because I was so trained to think that some of his thoughts were like dangerous and, and, uh, you know, way too extreme. And I was, but I, but I, I could tell he wasn't lying and I could, there was, there was an instinct in me that knew he was a good guy. And over time I realized guys like him actually propose solutions and ways out of this mess. Whereas controlled oppositions are in a constant state of reaction and shock. And that's their role. Right. So when you point out the Asians, not the whites, the whites is all the narrative is already set up for trap, 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 trap. Point out the Asians, tiny minority population face tons of racial discrimination, lowest divorce rate, lowest crime rate, uh, lowest likelihood of uh, dropping out of college, um, highest median income and highest average IQ that destroys the narrative that the reason everything is happening is because white people are these oppressive monsters that keep, you know, that, that trans people cannot get off a railway car without blowing their goddamn brains out from the oppressive looks. Have you never seen a seven foot five man with his cock out in a dress? (laughs) So Simon Crick, I believe his first name's Simon. But he got a Nobel Prize for discovering the double helix. And they took the Nobel Prize away simply because he pointed out the obvious racial correlations with IQ. And that doesn't mean there isn't retarded Chinamen and brilliant black, Hispanic, white people. Uh, I've met many sub-100 IQ Chinamen and whites. And I've met blacks with higher IQ than myself. That doesn't matter at all because no one's saying a racial supremacy argument at all. It's just scientific fact. And it's one thing when you're going after just Ivy League professors like Charles Murray, which is already insane. But now they're going after the guy who fucking discovered the whole thing. They took his Nobel Prize. All right, we're going to talk about Michael... uh, Jackson tonight, by the way, but I just wanted to, uh, like, I'll, I'll show you one thing. Okay, so toxic masculinity. This is why I'm not allowed in the conversation. Because I would point out something hilarious. I would bring up the masculine image of the American Indian and say, is that toxic? That destroys the narrative. You know, because the the establishment opposition to the narrative just goes, really? Really? So Gillette? Gillette is really going to say, I mean, really? 
I mean, this can't be real. I mean, this is just provide. No, propose an argument and ask them a direct question and go, so how do you feel about the American Indian warrior icon who is scalps, you know, kills, rugged, horse, ripped, pounds chicks, hunts? Is that toxic? And they wouldn't be able to react. They'd go, uh, I mean, you are Nazi. I am a robot. And so that's why dudes like me and dudes like Vox Day, uh, and I'm sure there's tons and tons and tons of other dudes that I don't even know about because they're not allowed in the mainstream. I, I discovered Vox by chance, and he's a, a big name in the publishing world and the computer, uh, the, the programming world and all that. But uh, they're not allowed to debate Ben Shapiro or Jordan Peterson or Sam Harris or Dave Rubin or Eric Weinstein or... Um, Brett Weinstein or any other Jew that they just throw out there and say, I mean, the intellectual dark web is really coming at the system. Meanwhile, it's, it's that close to the narrative. It's that close. They're, they're doing WWF, you know, imagine this is, this is the metaphor. Imagine WWF people are fake hitting each other with chairs. They're going, I am the undertaker. And then there's just a guy with a gun. It's just like, boom, boom. Boom. He goes over the, the skull. Boom. You know, the guy's like, the, the nerves are still going. He's like, boom. And he just kills everybody. And he's like, I win. And they're like, that wasn't the plan. Today is also Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I'd like to shout out Martin Luther, who, who uh, of course, did the Protestant Reformation. And, uh, you know, this is, this is a great uh, way to see if someone is really uh, wants to talk about how shady Jews can be. Just go, yeah, I'm really into Martin Luther's older books, you know, his later works. Because Martin Luther's last book he wrote was called Jews and Their Lies. <laughs> how funny is that? Martin Luther, Protestant Reformation, wrote a book called Jews and Their Lies. That is hilarious. Um. Yeah, I mean, in the Talmud, it says that uh, Jesus was actually the bastard son of uh, a Roman soldier named Pantera. And, uh, you know, he was an idolater, and they killed him and were proud of it. That's in the Talmud. I got no nothing against Jews, but I'm just saying they're not above reproach. I'm, I'm fine with the existence of Israel. Good for them. That's awesome. But I'm not just going to be like, yeah, everything you guys say is great. It's, it's great. Martin Luther wrote a book. Martin Luther, the, the, the start of the Lutheran church, Protestant means protest. Martin Luther, 95 Theses, boom, boom, boom. Martin Luther King Jr., named after Martin Luther. His last book was called Jews and Their Lies. <laughs> All right, good times. And that's what makes me dangerous. I talk shit about Jews and I don't hate Jews. I'll say nigger. I don't hate blacks. I'm also not even saying is it a response. I just won't say N-word. These things are terrifying to the controllers that require people to follow these narratives or fake narratives. I'm not playing their game. And I just want it on the record. And no one make a big deal out of this. But uh, I will never kill myself. It's not in me. There's no chance. So if I if it appears I kill myself, I didn't. And for those of you that think, oh, oh, Owens, 
Do, do you guys understand? People send family members of me, of me, people close to me. They're like, Owen has psychological problems. He has guns. He's going to kill himself. Strange email accounts. Th- there's setups going on. And if you're like, oh, you just have a, a random YouTube live stream. Do you understand that every month I get the amount of views as the nation of the United Kingdom? My average watch time. Let's just take a look at what this little channel does. It's mind-blowing. And for someone to not follow the narrative, I'm starting to get some creepy-ass things happening in my life. And I know that the best way to fight it is just to always be very open, tell people about it. Because one thing that I think allows people to get offed is when they keep a lot of shit to themselves and they don't tell people and they just are kind of sneaky and they're like, maybe we should get off the gold. Maybe we should go back on the gold standard. Okay. The average duration of my channel is 16 and a half minutes. That's insane for YouTube. Bear in mind, I'm a comedian. A lot of my standup clips are three, five, eight minutes. The average watch time is 16 and a half minutes. Okay, this, in the last 28 days, my channel has been watched 60 million minutes. That's people who find me, sit, watch, and listen. That's crazy influence. And when someone like me, oh, and I got a text today. This is, I'm not going to say who it is, but this is why I love the the line, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. So I get this text today. Jesus, dude, all I keep hearing about you is you've gone off the rails and lost your shit, blah, blah, blah. But I'm home flipping through YouTube uh, while my daughter naps and just finished your rant on Rogan. It almost made me piss myself. So I had to say gracias and what's up for the hell of it. Glad you're doing well, man. Um. Yeah, so that, that that's someone who used to work at the Hollywood Improv that's like in the scene. People are literally setting up a narrative that I'm insane and I'm crazy and I'm suicidal and I have guns and I'm that's real creepy for me, seeing as I'm objectively not crazy. Okay, compare me to most Hollywood comedians. Most of them are constantly having sex with strangers, they have drug problems, they're horribly depressed, and Just say the most insane garbage on stage. I work from home. I have a beautiful family. I make make fences in my spare time. I'm making great money. I'm uh, healthy. Aside from the three claws I drink every night for the last two weeks, just because this flat earth thing is really causing me some mental distress. Um, I have a great relationship with Amy's extended family. Me and like, we're always working in the yard. I couldn't be less crazy right now. I've went through periods of time where I'm crazy a little bit. We all have. But the amount of people and effort being put into this narrative that I've lost my mind is startling, especially when you understand that people get suicided. So, because what the reason I'm saying this is because this will help protect me. Like, I'm looking at you right now. I'll never kill myself. Just know that. It doesn't matter how weird the situation is or because even my fucking dumbass dad was like, I just got an email that you are emotionally unstable and you have guns. What is what is going on? I'm like, dad, dad, you've never even met my kid. Like if if I somehow get suicided and you see my fucking gay ass loser dad just being like, 
I don't. I'm so sad he killed himself. He doesn't even know me anymore. So just know that I'm never going to do that. And if that happens to me, I want revenge on the people responsible. And I'm talking to the thousands of people who like me. Burn them all and help protect my family. And this is hopefully a deterrent to the people who think that they can set up a narrative that I went insane. And then like 30 celebrities that I can name, they commit suicide. You know what I'm saying? But I'm good. We're good. The, the odds that it happens are low, but there's 4,000 people watching right now. And by the end of this, there, you know, uh, a small major city in America will have watched me just talk uh, and reveal uh, uncomfortable truths about people with a lot of power. So just uh, if, if, if that happens, burn them all. Just revenge. Because if not, they'll, they'll, they won't stop. So, and, and help protect my family. All right. Anyway, any, any way, let's continue. So, fence is going awesome. As you can see, I'm setting up the back fence there. I did that today, all those posts. It helped because my neighbor had posts already eight feet apart, so I didn't even have to measure. But that's going awesome. When I'm done, the amount of fencing that I've completed will be truly mind-blowing. And we're going to run electricity through it, solar-powered, which is sick. The the security we have is pretty mind-blowing. I'm not going to reveal a lot of the security things. or, But let's just say it would be absolutely insane. If anyone tried to come here, because, dude, it's everyone dies. Everyone would die. All right. But it's fun to make a fence. Uh, there, someone made this. I thought this was pretty cool. All right. So, so let's talk about Michael Jackson, and let's talk about humiliation rituals to help curb the karmic response to celebrities. I was a cast member of a show called Punked. Uh, this is like 10 years ago where we used to set up scenarios and Ashton Kutcher would talk in my little earpiece and we would humiliate celebrities. And at the time I didn't understand uh, the demonic forces in the world. So I just thought it was funny to like kind of, you know, knock celebrities down their ass a little bit, try and make Justin Timberlake cry, shit like that. Good times. Now I understand the humiliation rituals are a way for them to curb their karmic um, situations. And a lot of them are living in a constant state of hell because of what they've done and who they are and what they participate in, uh, and what it does to the world. So, um, uh, how tall is Ashton? Tall. Good guy. I like Ashton. I mean, who knows? He might be a warlock. People say that, but I always liked him. How do you know about Ireland 2040? Oh, I mean, all the muzzies that are planning on going there. Michael Jackson called it the media and fake history. Michael Jackson's still alive. And Michael Jackson paid the ultimate price to get out, which was mangling his own skin and um, disappearing. Because his dad molested him and his family, took his childhood, made him the star. When he was burned in that Pepsi commercial, that was the last time that Michael Jackson was ever seen. And then the other Michael Jackson, which clearly looks like a literal robot uh, came out. Different skin, different eyes, different chin. And people are just like, well, he has a lot of work done. That was a robot that couldn't grow hair. So I have like 
you may still not believe it when I'm done. This isn't one of those things. I could be wrong. This isn't one of those things where I'm like for sure about it. But watch this interview right after Michael Jackson died with a friend of Michael Jackson. Look at his eyes. Look at his hands. And understand what he's saying. And bear in mind, he calls himself Dave Dave. When Michael Jackson would be in public with other celebrities, his um, and he would wear a mask or like wear a disguise, he would be called Dave. This is with Larry King. This is right after the fake Michael Jackson allegedly killed himself with drugs. They always have to make it so humiliating for people. Um, just watch this and let me know what you think. Maybe I'm wrong, but this to me makes a whole lot of sense. Oh, and shout out to uh, Stranger Than Fiction. This is from uh, this is from his channel. Guy does some good work. So this is an interview with Dave Dave right after the fake Michael Jackson. Heard on TV, but y'all didn't even know who he was. Check this out. Go back and watch the CNN of Larry. Oh, King. by the way, the there's the no there's no better conspiracy guys than black guys. So look at his eyes, look at the disguise. This is right after he died. And listen to how he describes his father, all of it. This is Michael Jackson right here, guys. The, the, the real bad burnt victim that played like Michael Jackson saved him when he was a kid, that's Michael Jackson. It burned him so bad it disfigured him. It, it, it tore up his skin. It did everything to him. You understand what I'm telling you? Watch and this. Also, Watch the after Michael was cloned, the real Michael Jackson, they bleached his skin so he would look... Listen, guys, I'm not necessarily on board the clone thing. A lot of people are, especially in the, in, in the black guys. They think half these motherfuckers are cloned. But, again, that, that's neither here nor there. Just I want to let you guys know I'm not... I know they can clone humans. I'm, I don't think that th that's happening right now, but that's Michael Jackson, dude. Watch this. Like Michael. If you look at the dude who was on Larry King telling you about his childhood. Okay, just watch the interview. A criminal and he. Listen to this. Uh, he says, my father was a criminal. And listen to the backstory about how he knew Michael Jackson. This is all, that's Michael Jackson, dude. Randall, who was with us almost every. Watch this. It burned him so bad it disfigured him. It, it, it tore up his skin. It did everything to him. You understand what I'm telling you? And also. After Michael was cloned, the real Michael Jackson, they bleached his skin so he would look nothing like Michael. If you look at the... Yeah, and just and just know, like, think about how insane what they were trying to sell us was. That Michael Jackson has a fire on a Pepsi set. When else has that ever happened? Never. That doesn't fucking happen. What That, that happened in the, in the movie Coco. Where, you know, the, I don't want to, no spoiler alerts, but there's an accident on set. But, um, and then the Michael Jackson that came out after had white skin, a different nose, a different chin, a high-pitched voice, uh, was fucking insane, danced different, looked different, acted different. Michael Jackson was a Motown black dude, right? And then he became a white girl. And, dude, that was the price he had to pay to get the fuck out. Watch this. Who was on Larry King telling you about his childhood, how Michael Jackson helped him. He looks just like Michael. Just look in his eyes. And that's Michael Jackson. He's disfigured. That's how he By looked. the way, I may ban Eric Dubay if he, if he doesn't stay on topic. 
Debay, much respect, but Eric Debay says, Owen, why do you feel you have to prepare just to chat with me? I've taken off this morning specifically to talk with you, as you had mentioned Monday. Well, we didn't set it up, and we're talking about Michael Jackson, dude. Stay on topic. Everything isn't about you and your theories about the earth, Eric. Just just fucking stay on topic. Don't make the whole chat about Eric fucking Dubay in Thailand. I give you respect, dude. I want to know more before I talk to you but th- because this is all completely new for me. We never set up. I said, maybe I'd talk to you on Monday. Maybe not. I almost didn't do the chat because I got kind of a cold because I wasn't wearing fucking feet, uh, shoes last night. If you keep talking about the flat earth during this, you are banned, dude. And that's one warning. One fucking warning. One more and you're out, Dubay. You're out. And I'll have you on my stream. You can tell me all about the flat earth. But do not fucking talk about that shit on here while we're talking about Michael Jackson's clone. Have some fucking respect. I respect your crazy ass theories, and I'm trying to treat you with respect. Treat me with respect, motherfucker, or you're banned for life. Who is your master? Who is your master? Dubay. More like Dubay. Here we go. Respect. Respect the chat, Dubay, or you're out. I don't give a fuck how many people like you. He got done with the Pepsi commercial. Joining us now here in Los Angeles, Miko Brando, who was with us almost every night after this untimely passing. Longtime Michael Jackson friend attending the funeral. And Dave Dave. Yes, that's his name, Dave Dave. He was David Rothenberg. He was set on fire in 1983, suffered, as you can see, terrible scars. Michael Jackson befriended him and paid for a lot of his surgeries. Dave Dave is also attending the burial. Why Dave Dave? Well, to liberate myself from the confines of my father's criminality. He caused the fire? Yeah. He he is a criminal and he uh, caused all this. To, To free myself of his name and his legacy, I decided to... So he has a new name, a new legacy. He hates his father who's a criminal who caused all of his suffering. He's on Larry King the day Michael Jackson dies. Come on, guys. Come on. Become my own person through changing my name. How do you find out about you, Dave? Um, he heard about me and he had contacted me and wanted to meet me. How old were you at the time? I was about seven years old at the time. And were you in the hospital? I was not in the hospital at the time. I was, I was in interim back and forth from surgery. And what did he do for you? Well, basically, he befriended me. He, um... He took me into his life, which is very rare for Michael to do. But he opened up his arms to me and accepted me as a very good friend of his. Think about think about how he's describing Michael Jackson. He's like, which is very, which Michael doesn't do very often. He's talking about himself. I could be wrong on this. I accept that. I I I, I don't think I am. I think this is Michael Jackson describing Michael Jackson on the day he died, like fake died. And throughout the years, he never let me go. Were you surprised, Dave, to hear from him? He never let me go. This was his alter. This was his MK Ultra other personality that he kept inside of him that he got to be after the other Michael Jackson was killed. That's Michael Jackson. Seven? Oh, it's a very interesting story, Larry. Um, It was kind of... um, the visit to his Encino house was very impromptu, and it was kept a secret by my mother. 
and I had always been kind of a admirer of his, not a fan per se, but I always loved his music. And my mother surprised me one day and brought me up to Neverland. And I entered an arcade and there were all these Paul McCartney records all over this, The Girl Is Mine and, you know, this and that. And I remember sitting down and at the time my, my favorite video games, my favorite video game was Pole Position. And I was playing pole position, and I, I felt a little tap of my shoulder, and I turned around, and there was Michael. And, right and you know what, Larry? Huh. At that moment, we, we embraced, and that embrace never ended throughout our whole entire friendship. Dave? That, that is a guy talking about it himself. Someone saying, look at the pictures. You know how easy it is to fake pictures? You don't have to buy it. I'm not going to call you a retarded if you don't buy this one. This is my gut, and this is makes sense based on what I know about Hollywood and what I know about deep state shit. You can believe this, and I won't disrespect you, uh, or not believe this. This isn't one of those things where I'm like, how do you not see? This is a hunch I have, and I think that that's Michael fucking Jackson. Straight up. Listen to this shit. What don't we know about him we should know? Well, I believe what what people fail to realize is that Michael was a human being. Um, Is this how your friends talk? He's like, Michael Michael embraced me, and that embrace never ended. What people fail to realize is that Michael was a human being. My father was a criminal. He did this to me. That's why I'm Dave Dave. When Michael Jackson was alive, his alias was Dave. The odds of that are very, very low. <laughs> that that's a coincidence. Granted, that could be a coincidence, but then you add on the fact that's a burn victim, that's a person in a, in a permanent disguise, that's a person with a similar gentle high voice, same eyes, And he's talking about dead Michael Jackson as if it's himself and his own inner thoughts and feelings. He's like, the thing that people don't know about Michael is that he was a real human being. We embraced and that embrace never ended. That isn't how friends talk about friends. He tapped me on the shoulder. Like, come on, dude. Years, I think he was kind of stigmatized by the media. And um, I believe that was... Oh, and for those of you that think that this is like a pedophile situation, I mean, listen, this is going to sound really fucked up, but if Michael Jackson really was a pedophile, um, why is he going after the burn the burn kit? I mean, that doesn't, I don't know how it works in the pedophile community, but it's like, so Macaulay Culkin and the burn kit, I don't see the, the correlation. I know that's a fucked up thought and thing to say. But I'm, I'm trying to, like, work objectively through whether or not that's Michael Jackson. Um, and there's some evidence that Michael Jackson was not a pedophile, that he was he had an emotional stunting and he related to children. Steven Spielberg wanted him to play Peter Pan. Peter Pan is a very, very creepy character. Peter, penis, pan, pansexual. It's a fucked up thing. And it never, never land and... And, you know, flying through the air with Wendy and the, and the, uh, the Lost Boys. You know, it, it's, it's a really, really messed up story when you really think about it. Captain Hook. Um, 
And Spielberg, who is a pedophile, allegedly, fact, cast Michael. And my theory is they found out he wasn't a pedophile. That happens to me sometimes with uh, actual racists or actual Jew haters. Like, I'll call out Jews hard. You know, quote the Talmud, make him look me in the eye and be like, you think Jesus is burning in fire? Huh? You printing fake money there? You printing fake money there? Huh, Harvey? But I don't hate Jews. And I'll say, I'll sing a song, that nigger stole my bike. I don't hate black people at all. And so sometimes if someone like confides in me, like, yeah, man, niggers have got to go. And I'm like, you made the wrong call on this team, buddy. This isn't, that's not my, that's not my team. Uh, I'm just hilarious. And I don't follow narrative structure. So I don't, I don't call black people niggers. I just won't say N-word like a child. I think that happened to Michael with pedophilia. I think Spielberg was like, this dude gets it. And then they kicked him out. Because I think Michael was like, I just want to love children. I don't want to be inside of children. And, and Spielberg was like, but you, I mean, eat the bagels and, and, and fuck the kids and eat the bagels and fuck the kids. And he's like, no, I don't want to fuck the kids. I want to be the kid because I didn't have a childhood. And, and so then uh, he wasn't allowed to be Peter Pan. There's a big falling out. He started calling motherfuckers out. You know, I, uh, I think that I think there's something really weird going on. Cause even that timeline, I just caught, I, I realized that doesn't even make sense. Cause that would have been new Michael Jackson. I don't know how this all works. I don't know how the fuck this all works, guys, but this is weird. Tell me we're not close to something weird with this. Because Dave Dave is up to some shit. Michael Jackson, after the burn situation, this other Michael Jackson, what are they, clone consciousness? I don't know how the fuck this works. But Spielberg tried to get him in on some shit, and, and Michael was like, no way. I don't even have a penis. No way. All right. Let's keep watching this shit. That wasn't really um, helpful to him or to anybody around him. I believe that Michael was a great person. He has never hurt a soul. And uh, that's that's Michael Jackson talking. My friends, if I die, even if they're burn victims and like we bonded over burn victimy shit, uh, wouldn't be like Owen never hurt a soul. He'd be like, Owen shot a pig in the back of the head. And Owen, I've seen Owen fuck some people up before. They wouldn't be like, Owen never hurt a soul. Owen, no, they'd be like, Owen was a great man. He was a good father, good husband. He had some, you know. Had wrestled some demons like we all did. You know, he, he fucking, he's fucked some people up in his day. No one would be like, he never hurt anybody. He, he just wanted to be free. He, he, the media, the, they wouldn't leave him alone. Not buying it. I am happy to have been his friend for all these years and been a dedicated friend. One artist who got that opportunity was Acom. A couple of years ago, Michael invited him to a studio in hopes of writing new music. What resulted was one of the most memorable moments of Akon's life. Like my favorite, favorite moments was the, the day we actually met. Because I didn't expect him to be that cool. You know what I'm Boy, saying? You know, Akon was, uh, he's like the, the son of royalty out of Africa. 
I think. I might be wrong on that, but I think. Just check out this story, and then we'll I'll read Super Chats. Maybe I'll play a little music and call it a night. I love movies. He was a movie girl. He loves movies as well. And he was like, yo, man, I got to take you to this theater. This new technology they got is like 4D. Like, it feels like, you know, the images are right in front of you. Like, you're actually in the midst of it. And I was like, nah, I know 3D. And he's like, no, listen, you got to check this out. I said, man. well, let's go. And he paused for a said, minute. Dave, Dave died in 2018 at the age of 33. That's a Masonic shit. Listen, guys, I know what I'm saying doesn't check out logically that smoothly. That's why I will not call you a retard for disagreeing with me on this one. And I fuck Akon. I don't want to listen to Akon. Bottom line is Akon and Michael went out. And whenever he was wearing a disguise, pretending to be someone he wasn't, and he kept saying he was Dave. Okay, that's the bottom line of that story. Akon is annoying. (laughs) But uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm a little, this is all very confusing to me, but I, I, my instincts say Dave Dave's Michael Jackson, but I have no idea how that all works at all. I don't understand it at all. <laughs> I just, I'm watching Michael Jackson as a burn victim talk about himself after he died. That's what I just witnessed. I can't explain how it works at all. That's it. So what do you guys think? I don't know. Is Owen drinking every day? I've drank in three White Claws every day for two straight weeks. Because this channel keeps blowing up. I mean, there's 5,300 people watching right now. I've been getting, uh, nigga, I've been getting threats and shit, nigga. And uh, I work all day. I work with my hands all day. Hard. Like, like exhaustingly hard. And fence makers have been giving me a lot of props, by the way. Like, people are like, uh, uh, this one person said, was it a, her dad? Was like, oh, my dad said that you, your fence-making ability is really strong. And because uh, fence-makers know how legit what I'm doing right now is. The pace is, pace is insane. And it's fucking hard to do. And uh, I just remember this, this comment was pretty funny. She said, Fence-makers are are legit. She goes, my dad would always say, if anyone hurts you, they'll never find the body. Because that's the thing, is when you make fences a lot, you understand digging holes, concrete, you know, porous soil, putting pebbles down there for drainage. Like, you you know how to get rid of bodies and shit. And, And you know that, here's a way, this is just, not that I've ever had to get rid of a body, and, you know, I hope I never have to. But um, one way to do it is put it under a fence because a homeowner would, would spend a lot of money on someone building them a fence. They're not going to tear up a fence looking for a body. You, you put a body eight feet under a fence, you build a fence, no one's ever finding that body. That's out. Out. Just not happening. And the stench of decomp, decomp can go through concrete, but if you put lime down there, and have drainage because that's another thing like uh, when a body decomps there's a lot of uh liquids and smelly shit and so uh like you don't get to that skeletal skeletal phase for like a while so you need drainage so if you god forbid i actually ever have to do this and if i do i'll, I'll never do this because i'm telling you guys a good idea and if i 
If someone's like, yo, where's that dude that was fucking with Owen that's now gone? People would be like, pull up the fence. So they, I'm just letting, I'm just giving you guys a great place to hide a body's under fence. Because one way to find a body is uh, when you see like uh, the ground puffed up. Because the human body has a lot of gases in it when you die. And it would it literally pushes up the soil. So um, that's why these shallow graves don't really work. And when you disturb soil, there's it either goes down or goes up, depending on how it decomps, right? So you put it in a place where there's already disturbed soil, under a fence. No one's going to want to dig up the fence. And you also have an excuse for pouring concrete. Um, you need drainage because if you don't have drainage, just like a fence post rots, if you don't put some like pebbles and shit underneath the post, then you put some quick creed in there, 24 inches. Um, if it's just waterlogged, even if you have pressure treated uh, wood, like that's how I roll Lowe's Home Depot, the whole deal. Um, I'm a Lowe's guy mostly, but every now and then I hit the, the HD. As my dad used to say, depot. He'd pronounce the, uh, the letters you're not supposed to pronounce and he'd laugh hysterically at himself and everyone would think he was hilarious. Anyway, like he'd be like, he'd be like, let me try one of those horse deovers. And they'd be like, oh, it's an hors d'oeuvre, but he's hilarious. He's a wizard. Hilarious. He's a funny fucking dude, but it's all wizardry. So anyway, so you put a body, you put down, uh, you dig six feet. Put some like uh, gravel down there to allow for drainage. Put down the body, get rid of the teeth, fingers, right? Any identified, you know, teeth, fingers, and just hope that they didn't have some sort of surgery where you can identify a serial number. Then you put down concrete. Then you build a fucking fence. And guess what? No one's ever finding that guy. No one's ever finding that guy. All right. Was Joe Jackson Luciferian? Yeah, dude. He used to pimp out his daughters to like family members and shit. Michael Jackson had to get fucked by uh, when he was a child. This is this is confirmed shit by uh, music executives. A lot of them were Jews. Not that it's a Jew thing. Not you know in in the Talmud it does talk about having sex with children. Uh, but he would get fucked by these music executives. Some were black. Some a lot were Jewish, and. Uh, and Joe Jackson pimped out his kids. That's why uh, Dave Dave seems to have a lot of animosity towards his father, the uh, the criminal. Decomp fence skills. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. Fencing is how you really ban someone for life. Owen thinks a lot about killing people. Not true. I don't, actually. That was all from a comment that I thought about for about a day. You might literally be thinking, oh, Owen thinks about uh, uh, getting rid of bodies. No, Owen is wicked smart. So what Owen does is just like on a stove, you have back burners. So while I'm doing stuff, I have back burners doing music, doing comedy, you know, writing, writing, thinking, writing. So someone said that their dad, this is the first time I've ever thought about uh, getting rid of a body, except for me and Nimmer once talked about it once. And me and uh, Kirk Fox, the comedian once talked about it. He was uh, talked about how he, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, 
they were talking about how my dad's a fence builder and said that um, that's you'll never find the guy again. So I thought for like a day in the back of my mind, why does fence building have anything to do with getting rid of bodies? And then it all started making sense. You know, the excuse for disturbed ground, the excuse for laying concrete, no one's going to dig up a fence. And this is another thing. And again, dude, I'm not a psychopath. This isn't me just what I think about. This is all from one comment, which happens to me with like all kinds of topics. I've also been thinking a lot about heirloom strawberries. But uh, I mean, that whole You Are My Sunshine thing that I opened with about the negative inverse, that was all from listening to Vox Day's thing today. I just was listening about... In the back of my mind, I was just constructing something that just popped out when I started streaming. This is just how my brain works. So another reason that fence builders can get rid of bodies really easily is because they're working on other people's houses. The reason serial killers get away with uh, murder so easily is because there's no connection to them. So let's say you have a body and you're a fence builder and you're working on a home. The homeowner is out of town for two weeks. You put that body under their fence, no one will ever look there ever. Let's say you're the prime suspect. Without a body, you're not going to jail. It is so hard to put someone to jail without a body. That's a fact, right? So they'll tear up your yard. They'll look everywhere. They'll dust everything for prints. They are not. Stop being a queer Owen. That's hilarious. His name, oh, he named himself Dave Dave. See, I don't, I don't ban people from talking shit to me in a funny way. Uh, it's just, don't say this like, I'm really worried about you. Ban for life, ban for life, ban for life, ban me. No, you don't get banned because you sound, you know, that isn't, that isn't ban worthy. I'm not trigger happy. 5,000 people listening to how to get rid of a body. Oh, 5,500 people, guys. 5,500. You're forgetting about that second 500. So if you are, uh, work on people's houses, you know, and you are digging and using concrete, there is no connection between you and think about what they would have to do. The authorities are underfunded. They're not doing shit, right? Um, they would have to go to every house you worked on and dig up all of their fences. Do you understand the lawsuits that would happen? Do you understand how expensive that would be for taxpayers? Not happening. So be wary of fence builders, pig farmers. But, you know, the pig thing is obvious, you know. The fence builders, they can really get rid of bodies. Obviously, crematoriums, that's easy. But uh, fence builders. And then you just, that fence will probably stand for 100 years. No one even know. Owen, um, hang on. You think Dave Chappelle is, he's talking about clones? I think Owen is really Dave Dave, a.k.a. Michael. <laughs> What's wrong with You Are My Sunshine? Nothing at all. I, love, I, I sing that to my son at night. He loves uh, You're My Sunshine. So the way I opened the stream was to talk about uh, what I don't like about the whole balance argument where it's like you need to have the sweet and the sour. You need to have the light and the dark. You don't. You will always have the dark. You will always have the sour. You will always have the tragedy. Life has those elements. Why not try for order? Try for light. Try for good. Try for helping people. Try Like, why accept the darkness? It will come and you fight it. But like balance, that's not balance. You know, that's the accepting of mediocrity. You know, that, that's the, the fallacy of a lot of these arguments of balance. That's what Thanos said 
the genocidal maniac and the Avengers. So what I did in the beginning of the stream is I played the inverse of You Are My Sunshine. that to my fucking son i did it in a way where i was unfolding it so the listener could just hear it it wasn't like preachy and lessony like i'm doing right now but so then you play you know you can play that So last night I put my son to bed before I burned the book I read him on the stream yesterday. Check out the stream, uh, Lies We Tell Our Children. So I was reading some of his book and then I did a stream about it because it was so horrifying and I burned it, obviously. But so he goes, sunshine. And so I'm like, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. And I'm and we personalize it with all our family members. You know, we're like, you are my Walter. When you hear my wife sing it to him, it, it kills you. You know, you are my Walter, my only Walter. You make me happy when skies are gray. And then he goes, and as he's falling asleep, he goes, George, our dog. Because this great Pyrenees retard legend dog. Love him. He's getting way better now that he has his own area, by the way. We may not have to snip his balls. But, um, so George is lying by the bed, and I'm just like, you are my Georgie, my only Georgie. You make me happy when the skies are gray. And he literally falls asleep with almost a smile on his face. He's just like so content. And he was like crying right before because he didn't want to go to bed. And, uh, and you know, I'm like, you're going to bed. He's like, no. And, 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 I'm, and I, I showed him that there wasn't an option because Amy came in and was like, because I actually am more of a softie than Amy is because Amy's around the kids more than I am. So if they cry or something, I'm like, so what do we do? Do we give them chocolate? And Amy's like, no. <laughs> and so Walter's crying and Amy comes in and I'm like, why is he sad? What do I do? Do I do a dance or something? And she's like, no, he just doesn't want to go to bed. And he's like freaking out. And, uh, and so I can be it. I can be a hard ass. I just have to know the the situation. And so Amy's just like, he's fine. And so then I was like, you're not getting out of bed. Like we're going to bed. And he's like, ah, he's freaking out. I'm like, this is happening, Walter. And so he just goes, he just goes, sunshine. Cause I, I cause before that I started thinking twinkle, 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 little star. One, <laughs> one time when he was baby, I was thinking twinkle, twinkle to put him to sleep and it took so long and I was alone in darkness singing, singing twinkle twinkle for so long. I, as a musician, I started like improvising on it and uh, writing new lyrics for it. And I almost went insane. And then I looked up everything I could find out about twinkle twinkle and who wrote it and how it all came together. See, I do this shit for everything, not just like the moon landing. It's just no one gives a fuck when it's about Twinkle Twinkle. 
because it doesn't uh, destroy all your stupid dreams. Because I really wanted to know, like, like, why the fuck did someone write that song? And why does everyone love it so much? Rogan is a fag. Rogan's 5'3". Yeah, everyone hates Rogan. It's crazy. I mean, I don't like the guy. He's definitely small. He's like, he's two foot 90. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. He's probably legitimately 4'10". Because he can always park his, uh, his uh, smart car in a handicapped spot because of his size. Because if you can fit legally in a teacup, um, you can, you're considered handicapped. He calls it handicapable, but uh, it's capped. We all know that the man lives in a shoebox under Joey Diaz's bed. Rogan's 5'5 on stilts. He's never been 5'5. If he was ever 5'5, he'd get vertigo. Oh, man, I just, I just realized that the new theme for Rogan is his shortness. I haven't made fun of Burt Kreischer for being bisexual in a while. Or Candleface Comics. Because that's the thing that, that these power people retards, they have this policy. And bear in mind, me and Whitney Cummings used to like talk on the phone and shit. I've been to Bert Kreischer's house. They drew first blood. They called me fucking white supremacy guy or racist or some shit. That, this is why I'm going after people. And um, I, uh, I just make fun of them for some dumb retard thing. And so the power people, the people that, you know, Prey on the morning star, if you know what I mean. They uh they 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 persona non grata you and they never ever acknowledge the person punching up to them. That's how they view it, I swear to God, because they live in like Bel Air with a bunch of homos and Jews. And they're like, Oh my god, he's trying to get my clout. He's trying to get on my train. I am Whitney Cummings, and my face looks like a melted candle, and I'm 40 and I whack off horses on Instagram. I'm killing it because I have a hundred million fake dollars in the bank given to me by fucking psychopaths. Anyway, so I don't give a fuck if they ever respond. I have a blast thinking up ways of making fun of these people that's like fun. Like, I don't want to just be like, Bert Kreischer is bad for our children. Did you see his joke about sexualizing? No, I'm not going to do that shit. So I come up with something that's almost True, and probably is true. Burt Kreischer most likely has sucked dicks as an adult. Can't prove it at all. It's just kind of a gut feeling. And if it wasn't true, I wouldn't be surprised. But I'd be a little surprised. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I've no, you know, Whitney Cummings' face doesn't actually look completely like a melted candle. It's not like, she doesn't look like the candle from Beauty and the Beast. But it does look enough like a melted candle where you never forget it once you hear it. And then every time you see your face, you think of that. Just like Bert Kreischer, every time he takes his shirt off and blacks out with a bunch of guys and gets real touchy and handsy. The fact that I've called him bisexual, not gay. Because if I was like, he's a homo, he's a fag, you're already tuned. You're already like trained to be like, no, he's not. He has a wife. Or that that's just an insult the guys say to each other. Bisexual. Opens up the door that he actually has had dicks in his mouth or his hands. and uh, Or his asshole. And I think the odds are over 50. Joe Rogan is short enough 
Where if I talk about how he sleeps in a matchbox, like a matchbox car box under my bed, it's just believable enough where it's fucking hysterical and you know, you know it drives him crazy. Because you, you, no man that's 5'2 can possibly feel comfortable with that height. I was Joe Rogan's height when I was in third grade. And I remember thinking, like, this sucks. How could a man possibly exist with this height? You know, Whitney Cummings has spent a fortune on her face and on her body and on her looks and on her clothes and on her branding and on her hashtags. And on her, she looks like a melted candle. And it doesn't matter what the fuck she does about it. Bert Kreischer loves that camaraderie he gets with the drunk dudes when he's all, you know, shirtless and, and black and out. Bisexual. And the more people know it, the less fun he has with it. Because dudes are like, all right, you really want to grab my dick and tell a story about how you're a machine again? And he's like, oh, this used to be way more fun. Yeah, don't fuck with me then. How's that sound? Don't call me racist. Don't call me white supremacy guy. Don't try and slander me publicly. And then you don't get the fucking nicknames. How's that sound? How's that fucking sound? You come with the bear, you best not miss. Isn't that right? Isn't that right, sidekick bear? Sidekick bear. Trying to work but dying laughing. Oh, sweet. Melt the camp. Dude, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And now every time you see Joe Rogan interviewing a woman fighter and she's towering over him, you will laugh. You will remember me. You will remember sidekick bear. Even if... I commit suicide by getting shot twice in the head by Hillary Clinton. I'll still be remembered. I want vengeance and I want my family protected. That's all I ask. If you are a fence maker, do what has to be done. Put some people under fences. If I'm murdered, because I will not. Joe Rogan is 5'8". No, the fuck he isn't. He actually isn't. I know I do a lot of jokes. He's 5'5". I know I do a lot of jokes, and I try I, every fucking episode. He gets shorter and shorter. Five eight, I don't consider short. Five eight is the average height of a man. Five five is the height of a Hispanic woman. Uh, there's such a big difference. Like, there's not a big difference between like five eleven and six two, but the difference between five five and five eight is fucking insane. It's insane. 5'5 five five is short. 5'8, five I don't even register your height. You're just a normal dude. 5'5, five five, I think, is that a girl? I'm like, man, that girl looks like a thumb. Man, that girl can really kick hard. And then I realize it's a dude. Um, he's a ninja turtle. Well, he does look like a turtle. Hang on, I'm 5'7. Hang on, what, what do you say? I'm 5'7", which is decently tall for Koreans. Dude, for Koreans, you're, you're tall. See, there, there is a racial component to this. A 5'5", Korean male doesn't register to me as, like, pathetic at all. I'm like, oh, that's, that's your guys' thing, you know? But a 5'5", Caucasian male or black male, even Hispanic, 5'5", Hispanic, I don't immediately think that's the laughing stock of his family. I don't, because I'm like, yeah, it's smaller people. But but five five white or five five black is like, you better you better be able to say, uh, what the fuck was that catchphrase of Gary Coleman? What the hell did Gary Coleman say? He's like, 
What were some of those catchphrases of the little black guys that would always say they'd be like, Dan O'Malley? Or like, what, like, what did Gary Coleman say in all those guys? Uh, please help, I'm 5'6". Five, 5'6", six. Five, six, well, are you white or black or Asian or... 5,500 people watching, hit that like button. Yeah, like, hit the like button. Hit the like button unless you're small. If you're small, you won't hit the like button because you're riddled with envy, jealousy, rage. You'll probably end up, you know, just really just addicted to Red Bull or something gay. Uh, you'll hit the thumbs down if you live in a teacup. But if you're at all comfortable with yourself, you hit that like button. You you spread the word. You show people that you're down with the bears, that you uh, you get it. You fucking respect it. Uh, oh, yeah. What you talk about, Willis? I could totally see Joe Rogan be like, what are you talking about, Louie or Gary? You know, he'd have to come up with a new uh, a new name because Willis is already uh, a guy's name. You know, what you talk about, Willis? You know, and like when he used to actually question thing, narratives and question and have be open to conspiratorial talk. He'd be like, what are you talking about? And now he'd be like, what you talk about, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Tell me more lies I'm supposed to tell so that I keep getting tons of money. Is he going to debate Eric Dubé tonight? Now, I'll have him on whenever. He, uh, he was trying to derail the conversation about Michael Jackson. I'll have him on uh, when he's free. I, I like him. I just He can be a little, a little pushy. You know? Little pushy. People in Thailand, you know, when you move to Thailand, you live in Thailand and you're not Thai, you start thinking you're a little bigger than you really are. You know, Eric Dubé is in Thailand. And I don't know him at all. It might be a great guy. I'm fucking, he seems pretty cool. People like him. But he's running around. Most people, the average height in Thailand is like 5'2". Part of it has to do with malnutrition because of communism. Part of it has to do with their genetics. They're jungle Asians. So he's probably feeling like he's fucking Gandalf. And then he comes over to my neck of the woods. Guys, I'm a giant from the times of Noah. I'm straight up Nephilim. You know? I built the fucking pyramids. I'm thousands of years old. You know, my my dad was a fallen angel. My mom was a hot human. And they fucked. And here I am. A giant from the times of Noah. What you talk about, Willis? You guys get it. Jungle Asians. Oh, they're, they're jungle Asians. Because jungle Asians don't have the, the IQs of the Chinamen or the Koreans or the Japs. The jungle Asians are, um, you know, normal, whatever that is. But the Chinese, they got, they got a grape on their fucking heads. Smartest race in the world. Turns out the Jews might have been exaggerating. You guys look into that at all? Yeah. The Jews... There really isn't the studies to show that the Ashkenazi Jews have this crazy IQ. That's kind of bullshit. The Chinamen are very fucking smart. All right. Jim Norton's 5'5". Yeah, Jim Norton and Joe Rogan actually look very similar. They look like uh, different uh, fingers on the same hand. I don't know who's taller between Rogan and uh, Norton. I don't know. Norton never did anything to me. I, I respect Norton. I respect Joe in a weird way. The guy's done some... He's had a pretty fucking amazing life. If I was that size, I probably would have ended up just working at Subway and 
just beating my cat or something. But um, he became a fucking, I, he's, he's had an incredible life. Incredible life. Ed Norton is a psycho. No, we're not talking, we're talking about, not talking about Ed Norton. All right, let me read up. PayPal.me slash feed the bear. I'm actually going to read those first tonight because I've been neglecting them. PayPal.me slash feed the bear. Want to feed that bear? We're 100% crowdfunded. And by me, uh, we, I mean me and a uh, psychic bear who notoriously hates Jews. He thinks I'm a sellout shill. Every time I'm like, I, I believe Israel should exist. He's like, well, how, how's it been panning out for America since 1947? Now there's legalized abortion that flooded with immigrants. I'm like, it's not because Israel exists. It's because people have lost their way, sidekick bear. You know, we got to take our own accountability. It's not just, he's like, God damn it, since 1947, do you think it seems like God is cursing us or helping us? What the fuck do you, you know, he's freaking out. He's like, have you even read Galatians? Spiraling. And I'm like, listen, psychic bear, you work for the CIA, so I don't trust you. I don't trust where you're coming from, big boy. Bears hate Jews. Bears don't hate Jews. Bears criticize Jews because no one's allowed to for some fucking reason, so I'm kind of obsessed with it. Um, but I don't hate Jews at all. I hate many Jews, but not because they're Jews, because they're terrible people. Uh, 1948, I don't fucking know. I, I, I don't spend as much time as you think I do studying the history of Israel. I just love mocking Jews because no one fucking does. It's crazy because there's so many Netflix psyops. It's taboo. It is taboo. And the comedian's job is to poke at the taboo, not to collect money because you're 5-1 doing smoking DMT with a bunch of fucking losers. All right. And it's like, the more people know that I don't give a, I don't want beef. I don't give a shit. I don't want him to be like, oh, I heard Owen Benjamin. I don't, I don't want any of that. I love making fun of his height and calling out people that are fucking with people. He does fuck with people. He does. Just some psychologically weird stuff to people. Owen, yet again, I find myself in a hilarious tie in what you've spoken about. The seven foot five tranny in a dress with a big swinging member follows a conversation I just had with nine friends in a group chat. It subsequently ended in me being kicked out for being homophobic. I've emailed you for the screenshots on other title, the band because of the trans. Tran ban. In case you wanted to clip them and share them on the screen. I want to fight the good fight against the sexualization and transifying of our kids. And it's disappointing that even friends that should know me have to censor me. New friends. Get a fucking bear. Fuck these people. Put them in the fire. I burned a book yesterday. Uh, also, I am now editing the film I talked about making dealing with the hell of the father's mind that we talked about in episode 172. As such, I would be honored as Jack of All Trades or Jote Bear. Thanks, Owen. Welcome, Jote Bear. Yeah, dude. The best way to fight against the sexualization of our children is to just raise your kids well. Because there's no way to control other people. Just be a good, uh, good strong male role model. And if your friends don't accept the fact that uh, chopping your cock off and pretending you're another gender is fucking weird, uh, you need new friends because they sound like absolute fucking losers. P.S. Not sure if it was noted in my last donation, but it wasn't just the probiotics. It was also several cleanses. See, I get so, I, I don't want to sound like a dick, but I get so many of these. I don't even know who's P.S.ing me right now. Oh, this is, I'll, I'll read that first one first. Ed. 
Hey, Big Bear, I heard you on your last podcast state you're looking for antibiotics. Uh, those are good in a pinch, but you really need to focus on probiotics. Antibiotics wipe out your entire immune system. Well, probiotics work with your immune system to kill intruders. I like that. You don't have to kill all the juice. Work with the good juice to weed out the bad ones. Got it. All right. I have hours upon hours of research in the space. A family member of mine had stage four cancer, and we destroyed the cancer without any chemo. Good for you, dude. Well done. It took about two years, but her last scan showed her body was cancer-free. Something that made me laugh. God, I hope, I hope these people are white. You know, I, I really only root for the whites. Obviously joking. I don't want to make this so long, so I'll get to my point. I'm glad you're uh, woke, and I love listening to your streams. I have an awesome recipe for fermented vegetables. Let's put it, in, let's put it this way. In a single probiotic pill, you get around 10 to 100 billion probiotics. In a quarter teaspoon of my fermented vegetables, you get over one trillion probiotics. I'd leave the recipe here. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read it like you're just the swinging dick probiotic guy. I would leave the recipe here, but I want to make sure you are interested. If so, I'll just go ahead and donate again and give you the recipe. P.S. I know you have been on a search for answers. You should check out the YouTube Trace Smith. The truth is bigger than you thought. That is the start. I figure, like, the whole time I just pictured you, like, almost like holding your cock. Obviously, I mean that in a funny way. I'm not Bert Kreischer. I'm not bisexual. P.S. Not sure if it was noted in my last donation, but it wasn't just the probiotics. It was also several cleanses, including a parasite cleanse. So you did actually kill all the Jews? No. Really? Whoa. And keeping this person away from sugar, animal meat, and sodium. However, this person still needed ample amounts of pure sea cell to stay healthy. It's complicated, I know. Anyway, BB, wanted to clarify. Thanks for being woke and talking truth. I'm going to read that. I'm going to read it that way now for the rest of them. Farmer Bear here. Following up on an offer to help design your homestead. I'm an expert at farming techniques and landscape design, including water features. On your last stream, you mentioned the stream of water on your property absolutely make an awesome year-round pond and your water source. You can even put microhydro and generate a ton of electricity on your drop-off. I'm happy to help make a design and plan for your homestead to integrate fruits, veggies, livestock, hops, herbs, forage, bees, hedging, fuel, fertility, water, and of course, access. You can make anything sound provocative if you just read it like that. I'm certain I can answer all your farming questions, or at least point you in the right direction. If you want to discuss the topics over a live stream, I think the bears will glean a bunch of value. I'm going to have you on before Eric Dubay just to teach him a lesson about fucking respect. Let's, let's set this up. Email unbearablecomedy at gmail.com. I'll have on Eric this week, though. I'm actually really interested in talking to him. It's just, he's obsessed with derailing every conversation and talking about how the earth is flat. I can quickly make some designs of your physical site to ensure efficient spatial arrangement for workflow, sight lines, productivity, and of course, leisure. I respect your privacy and not wanting to have any images of your property online because autists will reverse engineer your location. With that said, send me a map, a screenshot, or even... The scale map you draw and I'll do a site inventory and design as my token of appreciation for your work on the good fight. Even the scale map 
you drew would be a fine starting point. One of the farms I run is a liberal arts college, GVSU, and I do my best to red pill students in a sea of NPCs and magicians. I love this guy, by the way. If you're interested, I'll gladly talk about that too. It's a couple years old, but you can find me on YouTube by searching Growing Grand Podcast. Number three, Variety Show is one of my favorites. You can reach me at, I'm going to write this down now, and I will definitely hit you up. That sounds awesome because I'm right now I'm working on security, fencing. I don't know if I can, don't lose, ah, it's so hard to copy and paste. Hang on a second. I can do a uh, control, lost it again. Lost it again. That's all right. We'll work on water features, privacy, and of course, leisure. Did that work? Hang on, I can just remember it. Got it. Got it. What was your favorite Martin Luther book? Mine was Jews and Their Lies. <laughs> all right. Let me read some super chats. We still have 5,500 people. That guy sounds awesome. I really want to set up the water feature. Like, his, our property could literally become fucking... I, I, I can almost see it now. I could never see it before. But now that I know we're going to be here a long time... Because I never felt totally settled. You know, when we got ran out of our last town by the locals with pitchforks, I always just want to go back to where my brother is. I'm always drawn to my brother like a homing pigeon. And so I'm always like, well, you know, we'll be here for a bit. And then I'll just, I'm, I made a commitment to myself and my family and my kids and everything where I'm like, we are going to work on this property and make it like homey and healthy and productive. And of course, leisure. Never forget about leisure. Uh, when you read them like that, you almost got the Bill Clinton vibe. Never say that again. I do not rape and kill. Talk about the Gillette commercial I did in the beginning. Bisexual Bird finally admitted he's bisexual. His new episode on Something's Burning with Theo Vaughn and Santino at 8 minutes and 3 seconds. He dropped the bisexual bomb. Enjoy, BB. Remember to clean your room, eh? From Millennial Entrepreneur. Yeah, that's one thing about guys like me wearing you down. Let's say hypothetically, Bert Kreischer is bisexual, and a guy like me, an old sidekick bear, could smell it out, right? When I just keep saying it, at first he's like, oh, fuck him. Oh, no way. Oh, fuck him. And then eventually he's just like, oh, I'm bisexual. It's great. Hey, Owen, I've heard you talk about many religions, but not Rastafari and Hela Selassie. Curious to know your thoughts. Thank you for all that you do. I don't know what those are, Boingo Bear, because I am not gay. Um, but Bear, out in his natural habitat, you're looking healthy, man. Have you looked into the corruption of PepsiCo before? Interesting stuff. No, but it sounds... I mean, it's poison. I mean, they're literally a whole company's designed to just poison kids and use celebrities to trick kids into drinking poison. Like, now that I see evil for what it is, you just see it everywhere. You're like, holy shit. YouTube channel, Beyond the Imaginary Curve. Did Dubay start the convo again? 
Are you guys genuinely curious about Flat Earth? I'm fine with you guys talking about anything you want in the chat, but is Dubai constantly like, oh, farming, anyway, when's you going to debate me about the Earth being flat? I'm in Thailand. Is, is this all Dubai? Bert Kreischer and all those guys are total fags. Well, I know some inside info about some of them, and they are full-blown sado. Let's start, instead of homos, let's start calling them sados. So like sodomites? Did Dubai start it? Because he's about to get banned. Next time I see did Dubai, did Dubai start this? Did Dubai start it? Did Dubai start it? No, he didn't. He didn't? Okay. All right. I trust you. He didn't? All right, good. He can stay. He can stay. I'll chat with him. I can't debate him, though, because I don't have a, a good enough argument. I'll debate moon landing all day long because I know we didn't go to the moon and I can prove it. But uh, I can't debate what I believe, which is that the Earth is sphere yet, because I, even my smartest friends are like, you'd be upside down in Antarctica. I'm like, you have your PhD in physics from Caltech, and that's what you feed me? I need legit arguments. And it's like, I mean, it's retarded. The Earth flat? Come on. Big bear. I'm like, do you not know how debate works? Do you not, do you not know how debate works? You got to give me arguments. Yeah, I'm down to just chat. Of course I am. As long as he stops derailing the fucking combos. People say I can debate him, but you guys don't understand. My dad trained me for debate. I know how debate works. And it's like every argument you have, you have to think what is their argument. Because I go into a debate primarily to learn, but also to win. You have to... Because I last time I talked about debate, I'm like, I go, you go in curious, but it is a competitive sport. You know, a dialectic is more for learning. A debate is competitive. So it's like, if I'm going to represent a side, I have to know counter arguments to the main arguments. And one thing Flat Earth has is sense data and also the ability of just being like, well, fucking you prove it or like prove gravity. And you're like, I can't prove gravity. I, I Like, Einstein couldn't fucking prove gravity. And since I spent like a month proving NASA are a bunch of liars, I can't even use pictures of shit. Owen is not gay, he's a genius. Well, that's kind of wizardry that you just put gay in there for no reason. You could have just said I was a genius. You didn't have to say, Owen isn't gay, he's a genius. That's well done, though. That's some good wizardry right there. That's like funny wizardry. That's what I do sometimes with the Jews, where I'm like, it's not all Jews. There are some non-Jews that are in the banking industry. It's funny, though. The daytime in Thailand. I mean, come on, guys. You know that they have an argument for it's night one place, day another place. I mean, it's there's a reason that I'm, I, I, I can't immediately win the argument. I've actually went to ODD, which I respect, and some of these dudes. And uh, I've seen their arguments, and some of them are pretty fucking hard to argue back. And that's just a fact. Deal with it or don't deal with it. But it's it's a harder argument than you think it is. And I got some of the smartest friends in the fucking world. And uh, they're, they, they just think it's so retarded that they don't even give me good arguments. They're like, just go to Antarctica. Are you upside, are you upside down, retard? I'm like, okay. They took your sunshine 93 million miles away. That's great. Hey, Big Bear. Hey, Big Bear. Can I be verified as Brash Bayou Bear? Love the content. 
Welcome, Brash Bayou Bear. It would be a travesty if you and Crowder don't do a Shapiro versus Sank skit. Sank pounding bacon grease in front of Jew Ben while he plugs his sponsors. Well, Crowder and Ben are friends, so I don't think that Crowder would be on board with me just making fun of Ben. They're like buddies. I want to like Ben. I don't like the uncomfort that I just... I don't like controlled opposition. I don't like that constant... Because I have fucking children. I have little boy children. So I don't like the whole, like, really? New York Times is going to just say this shit again? Really? It's like, what's your plan, guy? And then you realize it's by design, and then you just get infuriated. And you're like, oh, so you're just profiting off giving people a false sense of accomplishment. That you release... Uh, endorphins in your mind thinking that you're fighting against something that's horrifying and you're not really. That's insane. It's awful. Um, wow, we're still at like almost 5,500 people. That's insane. All right. After watching the stream daily for the past few weeks, no, nah, I got to keep reading it that way. I'm now taking responsibility for how long I've been holding my breath in fear. Thanks for being a much needed source of fresh air. Hi, I'm Hair Bear. Welcome, Hair Bear. I like doing it in this uh, voice. Water can't conform to the exterior of objects. Thank you, Big Chungus. John, check out Banimus Prime. It's an Owen parody I made. Insults welcome, LOL. John, will you email it right now to uh, why didn't they laugh at gmail.com? Like, not the link. I, I won't be able to, like, it'll take too much time for me to get it. But it, if you just have a little clip, I'll play it right now. Parodies about bannings are always welcome. Unless you use uh, copyright material, then it'll just shut down my whole thing. Um, just started an account so I could send super chats. You make me laugh my ass off and my work day easier. For that, I thank you. Thank you, Cody in the cloud. This is Cool Owen. Reading the super chats for all you crazy cats out there making out somewhere in a car. Tim, if you get shot out of an atmosphere while matching the Earth's spin, nothing should be there to stop or slow you down so the Earth wouldn't pass below you unless you accelerate in the other direction. Would love to go back and forth on such questions via Skype. Yeah, so would Eric Dubay, apparently. Uh... Yeah, the inertia. I don't know what you're arguing there. I mean, I'll think about it. But someone in a comment was like, you dismissed inertia too fast. I know what inertia is. If you take off in an airplane and, the, and you were already going fast, the inertia would carry you because an object in motion wants to stay in motion. I, obviously, I know what inertia It's not obvious. Some people don't know me. I get it. Uh, when I dismiss that, it's not because I don't understand inertia. It's that I've thought about inertia and inertia doesn't carry you when you're the amount of force a plane is pushing with giant jets because there's something called uh, the friction. What, what type of friction is that? I don't know. You could just say air friction, whatever. You know, Bernoulli's principle, the way Bernoulli's principle works on an, on an airplane wing is the top is more has more surface area than the bottom. So air splits. And that air has to move faster to come back there than the bottom, lowering the uh, atmospheric pressure slightly above the wing, causing lift. That's how a wing works, right? So you're on a plane, you're on an earth that apparently is going 1,100 miles an hour. You take off. Inertia is not a factor at that point. 
You're blasting jets to get to speed. So the fact that the Earth's rotation has no effect on which direction you're blasting, and then when you get out of the atmosphere at 40,000 feet, you're, you're basically in low Earth orbit. There's no atmosphere. You open the fucking door, everyone's dead. There's no air pressure. There's no... Inertia is not a factor in any of these situations. So that, that's just what I'm talking about. It might be flat. I mean, it, it like literally, some of these arguments are so compelling that you're like, I just don't believe it. So I have to keep going. And I won't misrepresent myself. I will not bear false witness on the motherfucking earth. I'm told there's no friction in a va uh, vacuum. Yeah, I've, I've also been told that too. So I get it. I get it. Oh my God, I finally get it now. I never understood, honestly. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. The guy said acceleration. Yes, momentum comes from acceleration. Momentum, well, force equals mass times, uh, times acceleration. F equals MA. It's one of the most basic physics equations. So force equals mass times acceleration. So acceleration is the increase in something. It, it's, it's exponential. So uh, 9.81 meters per second squared is the acceleration of gravity on Earth. And then there's something called terminal velocity, where when you, the, the air, the friction of the air is strong enough as you're accelerating, because theoretically, if this was a vacuum and you jumped out of an airplane at 40,000 feet, 9.81, I think 81, meters per second squared, you would increase in speed forever. And you would hit the ground going a crazy amount of speed. But the feeling of floating and flying when you're um, skydiving comes because of our atmosphere. We have air that pushes against the, the, for, the acceleration of gravity. And when that hits, uh, you get something called terminal velocity where you feel like you're flying because you're no longer accelerating. You're just going at that speed. And the amount, like um, apparently on Venus, the air is so dense and thick, the terminal velocity would happen a lot faster. You wouldn't be falling as fast, even if it had the same acceleration. And um, so force is the change. So mass times acceleration, not speed. If you're going 20,000 miles an hour, there's no force on you. You can just maintain that speed and nothing changes. Force, that causes an increase. And then um, impact, I always thought this was interesting about impact. And now I'll get off physics. Overcomplicating simple physics. No, I'm not. I'm making physics as simple as humanly possible. If you think this is complicated, you don't know physics. This is the easiest physics. Okay, so... Impact, the reason that, that, um, that uh, airbags work is because impact force is divided by time squared. The amount of time in an impact squared divides the force. So let's say you're about to hit the steering wheel. The, 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 for, the impact with the time is very fast. But if you have uh, an airbag, it extends the time of the impact causing the force to decrease. That's why that works. Um, yeah, physics is fascinating. So I'm not coming in this thing blind. Like I get physics. There's a lot of questions. Complicated. He's dumbing it down just for you apparently. What I'm describing is physics that we should all understand. That, that, that's the thing. It's not like overcomplicating physics is you can make these huge equations 
and use calculus and all these crazy vector scales. And um, I'm just talking about the basic ideas of force, acceleration, mass, and um, gravity, what gravity is. And gravity has qualities to it that don't match the flat Earth's description. I want a big flaw in flat earth is their inability to describe gravity. You know, there, there's ways they do it. And I respect that. I'm still looking into it, but the gravity constant in our world doesn't really match up with the electromagnetic draw theory that the flat earth has provided. That being said, there's a ton of shit that isn't lining up with sphere earth. So this, I'm taking it seriously. Someone just say, I can. Okay, I mean, we'll see. Gravity is not real. Static electricity. Uh, all right, let's just keep reading some more. Vulnerability and honesty on your journey is fire. Thanks, Rogueways. That's, that's the only way to survive this shit. I'm facing legitimate spiritual warfare right now. I think you guys probably pick up on that. So the only fight is just you got to stay on the truth path. Gotta stay on the truth path. Gotta be vulnerable. Gotta be vulnerable. Gotta say what's in your mind. People will understand, even if they disagree with you. As soon as you start trying to bend and manipulate and wizard the world, they got you. And Hillary Clinton makes you commit suicide with two fucking bullets. Yeah, buoyancy is a thing. Of course, buoyancy is a thing. I, I I'm not like a physics postmodernist. It works. I'm just there's a lot of problems with sphere Earth. All right. I think I'm gonna steal your. I think I'm going to steal your platform and start a podcast next to a fire. Again, check out ESB Fabrications. Great times, Bears. Stop stealing my thing, dude. It, fireside Chats. This is Caveman Cable, baby. This is, as age, this is as ancient and primal as it gets. Sitting by a fire and talking is not my invention, guys. So, of course, do it. People need more of that shit. Between you and Loomer today, my faith in humanity is beginning to be restored. Hashtag Alex Jones. Thanks, Dante Pelosi. Got that fire going tonight, Big Bear. Well, speaking of, I got to get a little more wood for it because uh, talk amongst yourselves, 5,400 people. Ah, one second. Shit, what the hell is that? I know it's cardboard and you guys are going to be like, where's your logs? I, I kind of ran out. I got to, I got to chop some more, man. But I do have some kindling. All right. And this will, and this will make it warm, which I really need because it's wicked cold. I always sound like I'm yelling. I get that from my mom. <clears throat> it's like, how you doing? Good. I'm good. <laughs> Back. I don't get the notification. What did I miss? All right. What do I got here? Hey, Owen, I'd like to give a shout out to a fellow Bears channel. Please check out Ash All Day. She has a great female perspective 
on a variety of topics you cover. Thanks, brother. Sweet. Check her out. I mean, I'm all set on female perspectives. But if you have a good one, that sounds awesome because most female perspectives are annoying the shit out of me these days. All right. A fascia. Poro fasci from Latin. Band. Is a band or a sheet of connective tissue, primarily collagen, beneath the skin that attaches, stabilizes, and closes, and separates muscles and other internal organs. Thanks, Dallas Dinglewood. The Music Man is a great example of wizardry, especially the song You Got Trouble in River City. He warns people about bad things so he can con them. That sounds wicked intense. Uh, what does Nick Thor- Swartzen think about what you're up to? I just talked to him. He's fine. He doesn't give a shit. He's just like, dude, you're a fucking retard. I have a page supporting the victims of MJ for over five years here, and the BS here is the BS this page for alleged victims has to endure a sample to sad people who will be killed for the shit talking. Trust me. All right, let me reread this. I have no idea what this means. I'm not going to do it in my funny voice because this sounds intense. I have a page supporting the victims of MJ for over five years here. Five years. Here's the BS this page for alleged victims has to endure a sample to sad people who will be killed for the shit talking. Trust me, I don't understand what that means. And I'm very curious. Good for you for supporting victims. I just, my whole thing was that he's still alive. I don't know. I'm not, obviously I'm not defending pedophilia. I just don't like to, uh, to call people pedophiles unless I have proof. But if you have proof, I mean, let me know. I just I don't understand what the fuck that meant. Big Bear, God be with you. And please, don't get suicided like MJ. Called my professor out in class for basically endorsing pedo. He asked why later in his office. I said, it's my job. He said, your job? I said, I'm a demon hunter. Your brother in truth? Light fighter bear. That's awesome. Good dude. Your, your, your professor should get the shit beat out of him. Not saying to do that. Only after I get suicided. Thanks for the great example of critical thinking. Heard about you from Hengus Mountebank. Sounds fun. Why did you ban me from your Instagram? Not cool. I thought we could respectfully disagree. Well, James, now you're banned from this one. One second. People who complain about banning like that are the worst. It's frozen. Let me uh, let me lower my output. People who complain about me banning them. Listen, if you fucking say some shit on my Instagram that makes me ban you, I ban way less on Instagram than I do on YouTube. It has to literally be like shit. And so, uh, hang on. Stream resumed and banned. I don't give a fuck about money anymore because I make enough where it's like uh, terminal velocity. It's like that dude just gave me 10 bucks. I just banned him from my page. That's insane for people that like, like shit like that literally makes people think that it's like I'm, I'm doing some big uh, performance art. Or something. Because they literally can't comprehend that. Where a guy just gave me 10 bucks. 
to be like, hey, why'd you ban me from your Instagram page? And I just banned him again. <laughs> like, that will literally make people be like, Owen's insane. No, I'm not insane. I just value way different shit than you. So uh, deal with that. Deal with the fact that maybe I know more about the world than you do, and I understand how currency works. All right. Owen, I respect your search for truth. Please take the time to watch a very short clip called Hitler, the man who fought the banks. Also watch Pastor Anderson's sermon called Science Fiction Religion. That's the thing about Hitler, man. Hitler's a real candle in the wind for me because he did fight the banks, but he also was a piece of shit. It's like, he's almost like, uh, I don't know, like OJ Simpson. It's like great football player, bad husband. Like Hitler did fight the banks. Good on him. And then took some meth, made some bad calls. What happened to my question? I don't know, snake veil. Come on, I, I can't get to most of them. Dear Owen, is your stream in drunk mode? Your chat is running on meth speed. No, I have fucking, you know the pace of this? 150 messages a minute. 150 a minute. That's why, that, that's the whole reason I started doing uh, Super Chats. I, I was like, I preferred being on Owen Benjamin Live. By the way, subscribe to youtube.com slash Owen Benjamin Live and stream.me slash Owen Benjamin Comedy um, because I didn't have it monetized. So people could PayPal me and I could read the chats. It was a smaller amount of people. But uh, this reaches more people. And, uh, you know, it's easier just to do one instead of waiting for it to upload and then re-uploading and all that shit. Super chats work because it's it's basic supply and demand economics. It's like um, it's like uh, when you have that many messages, you I either can't read any or create a market, and that's what I did. It, it's not about money though. It is in a point like if I'm broke, I'll fucking you know shovel people out. Like I'll do anything for money. Not any not not like bad shit, but like once I get enough, I. I'll ban people that talk shit, even if they give me money. Just just to be funny. Oh, dude, is is uh Red Elephant here? That's cool. Yeah, where is he? I like that guy. I listen to his show all the time now. Fuck is he? I just saw it and I lost it. Hmm. I literally just saw it. There's the Red Elephants, Vincent James. Ginsburg consumes foreskin chowder to uh, cure cancer confirmed. Dude, I, you know that that shit's real, right? That they really do make like, uh, they make like ointments and shit out of, out of dicks. How does controlled opposition work? Controlled opposition works like this, right? So you have a narrative that's bullshit. Oh, and by the way, check out Red Elephants, um, Video he did today about Crick and the double helix. They took his fucking Nobel Prize back. They uh, double helix, helix deniers because he pointed out that these guys are smarter than the blacks on average, not individuals. But the Asians, uh, not the not the jungle Asians. We're talking about the Chinese, the Japs, the Koreans. Their IQs are crazy high, and the dude who discovered DNA pointed that out, and they took his fucking um, Nobel Prize away. So he did a good job reporting that, so check that out. 
And yeah, I mean, uh, people use Dick Cream, Watson, and Crick. I, I thought it was Crick. Was it Watson? Alex Jones is controlled opposition. He never criticizes the Zionists. I think that Israel should be allowed to exist. Does that make me a Zionist? I think that all that shit of like, name the Jew, call out the Jew. I fucking call out Jews all the time. That doesn't mean I hate Jews or I don't think Israel should exist. And then when people call me a show for that, I think they're retards. Like I, I have the most, one of the most free streams of like what I believe, exactly what I think possible. So to see these cowards call me a fucking shill. And dude, listen, I don't like Ameri- like a lot of America's policies with Israel. I think a lot of our lobbyists and a lot of the banking system, but that it's like, that's life. Dude, when, when I go to, uh, you know, where would be a place that I'd get a lot of shit? France. And a bunch of these French people are like, eh, you're American. That means you're responsible. I'm like, I didn't do it. What the fuck are you talking about? That was a dude named Barack Obama. If I went to like uh, Qatar or something, or not Qatar, Yemen. Imagine if I went to Yemen right now. People would be like, you're American. You're the reason my kids are shitting themselves to death with cholera and no one's doing anything. I'd be like, that was Barack Obama. Not me. My name's Owen. I sit by a fire with a dead bear. The Jew thing is a trap. Most Jews are fine. I wouldn't say most are fine. I mean, Martin Luther's best book was called The Jews and Their Secrets. Lies. No, Jews and Their Lies. Um, I'd say a good amount of Jews are really good people. But there is a culture that's real shitty with a lot of these uh, these Jews. I'm, I'm dead serious. I mean, more than half are good. Like, not good, but just like people, you know, just like anybody. But there's a class of Jews in America that are really, really destructive. And if it was any other religion or any other group, you could call it out and no one would give a fuck. Like, think about how much shit you can talk about Catholics, which I do. You know, no offense, Vincent from Red Elephants. I know you're a passionate Catholic, but, you know, the Pope's a bit of a wizard and probably, you know, rubs foreskin cream all over his fucking wizard face but like no one cares when i say that you know people will write me emails like big bear i love you but like why do you go after but no one's like how dare you you are anti there isn't even a word for it that's how much no one gives a shit but yet you call out anything the jews say and they fucking freak out everyone freaks out no one no one cares though right fuck that go after them all day long Dude, in the Talmud, it says Jesus is burning in a lake of fire, and they're proud of it. Like, that's cool with everyone? I mean, come on. Listen, I wasn't, I was agnostic for 25 years, so I know I'm a little fresh on some of these scenes. But, like, how is that cool with people? Like, if, you, if, if you're talking to Ben Shapiro and you're like, oh, so you like the Talmud? You're like, yeah, Talmud, Birch Gold, you know, Shapiro. It's like, so how do you feel about some of these lines? Like... That Jesus was an idolater and you guys killed him and you're proud of it and he's burning in a lake of fire. Like, is that, that's all good? It's like, French call. Yeah, the Talmud calls Mary a whore that she was raped by a Roman legionary named Pantera and that Jesus was the son of a whore and that they killed him and they're proud of it. And that the only king is Caesar. 
Fine. Everyone's totally fine with that. Come on, guys. It's fucking insane. It's insane. So many people know so little about some of the shit these people talk about that they're just like, they're all, it's all great. It's like, no, the fuck it isn't. Do you believe Jesus is the son of God? Do you listen to what's written in the fucking Talmud? Then no, the fuck it isn't great. How the fuck is that great? It's like, what? That, that Mary was a whore raped by a Roman. Jesus was an idolater and they're glad they killed him and he's burning in a lake of fire and hell. But I can't criticize Goldman Sachs. Fuck you. Man, I know I'm pretty fresh on the Christian scene after a 25-year hiatus, but come on, guys. Back your guy. Back your guy. Back your guy. You know, not a lot of loyalty to JC sometimes. Everyone's like, but but Ben Shapiro has such hot takes on the New York Times. He's endorsed the Talmud, and he thinks we should go back to Syria. Everyone's fine with that? Everyone's fine with that. I love Adam Sandler. He's a great fucking dude. I love Delev. Delev's the wind beneath my wings. You know, my, I got a buddy named Adam Moss. He's a great Jew. Annoying. You know, he's my brother's best friend, you know. He's not exactly a thief, but he definitely tricks me. I had a Jewish grandmother. She was pretty brutal. I'm part Ashkenazi. That's why I know I'm a giant from the time of Noah. I'm one of the fallen. That's why I understand wizardry. Because it's in me. Not fine with this? Well, good. Now you're banned for life. Guess what? Guess what? Now you never have to be fine with it again. Like, I hope that was worth expressing yourself. I hope that was worth expressing yourself. Because now you never have to work, worry about it again. And guess what? I'm still building fences if you want to come at me. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get rid of a body. Not that I'm saying I'd do that over a fucking banning. Hang on. Jews are not Judeans. See, I don't know what that means. Um, Dulev is magical. Dulev is one of the greatest human beings on the planet. Listen, sometimes when I'm in other countries and people talk shit about some of America's policies, I got to give it to them. You know how fucking arrogant it is to be like, well, as a Jew, you can't talk shit about all these insane things. CNN is doing everything they can to report the news. When I'm in a country that's been pretty fucked over by America and someone's like, yo, dude, you're a cool dude, man. You know, Americans are fucking annoying sometimes. Like you guys, you know, lent us money to build this bridge and then you kind of bankrupted our whole area. And then there's this drone strike at my buddy's wedding. But that isn't you. Like, you're a good dude. Am I going to be like, hey, man, don't you say that? No, fuck no. I'm going to be like, dude, America's a great country. We've done some fucked up shit. That's just what you do. It's the same thing with Jews. Same thing with Muzzies. Muzzies, I have more of a problem with Muzzies than Jews. Well, Islam. There's a lot of good Muzzies in the world. Not a lot, some. But Islam is uh, horrifying, you know. Just normal Judaism's fine. It's the fucking Talmud. You know, the Jews had a rough thousand years where the rabbinical Talmud cult-like warlord shit they did was not fun. Not fun at all. Not fun at all. New threat idea. My, my, my yard could use another fence. It's hysterical. Hang on. Bye, Bear. Talk about how the Jews orchestrated the 2008 collapse. Big Bear? 
Uh, I don't know that I, I don't I think it was the combination between the banks and um, our political system. You want to understand how that happened? I actually felt bad for some of the Jews trying to explain it in C-SPAN because what happened was the fucking liberal retards were like, everyone should have a house. And all these like low IQ retards are like, I should get a house. And, and they're like, vote for me and we will give you a loan. And the Jews are like, eh, we've done the risk reward situation and that's a bad idea. And they're like, shut up, Jews. Everyone gets a house. They're like Oprah, right? And so they gave something called subprime interest loans. And the, the thing that happens with banks, and, and for as horrifying as the Rothschilds are and a lot of the international banking policies, inter, uh, IMF, all this shit, this really is an issue that banks have to deal with when the fucking left, the leftist retards just give away shit. Any bank that doesn't participate goes out of business, right? So when you got Goldman Sachs being like, hey, uh, DeMarcus Tyrannosaurus Kool-Aid over here, his credit score is actually negative. I've never seen that. Um, and Billy Bob retard who wants to get like nine more jet skis. Um, these are bad loans guys. And the, and the, and the, and the government's like, but everyone deserves everything they want as long as they vote for me. And then as soon as the, the, uh, the first people start with subprime interest rates or an arm adjustable rate mortgage, you want to get in a fixed 15 or 30 year, right? That means that the interest rate won't fluctuate. You can write off. Um, you can write off the interest, building equity, all that. Subprime, let's say you get a loan at 3%, but it's fluctu- it can fluctuate. So you get the loan at 3%, your payment is $1,000 a month. You're like, you know, even, even Tyrannosaurus Kool-Aid can afford that. Then out of nowhere, it goes up to 30% or 15%, and now it's $2,500 a month. And so that person has to default, and they're like, I can't pay shit. And I didn't put any down. 0% down is a problem. There's a reason 20% is needed. Because Owen telling the secrets tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, this is the thing. This is why Jew hate is no good. Because if you just blame the Jews and you don't look at how it all works, you can't protect yourself ever. So the Jews at the banks have to give the loans because if they don't, someone else will and they will be outcompeted in the marketplace. So this all stems from the satanic bond between banks and government. It also used to happen between churches and government back when Martin Luther uh, got involved. You know, same with uh, when the Puritans bailed. You know, these were like, the churches would act like banks. And so the government, which is basically the militia, it's the force, the spears, the killing. And then the institution, when they got a monopoly, then their competitors were all killed. You know, it wasn't just getting banned. So anyway... Uh, you were right on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep explaining because this is uh, this is interesting. So, I hate Jew hate. Well, it's it's it doesn't help anyone. You know, I don't. It's not because it's PC to say oh, Jew hate is bad. It's because it it literally is wrong. So let me finish talking about the collapse. So, you have a bunch of politicians that are offering people shit that they don't deserve and cannot pay. So as soon as one person bails, if you have zero percent down. You lose nothing by foreclosing. You just go, I'm out. And so what happens to property value in your neighborhood once that starts happening? It starts a run on the mortgages. Now, a $500,000 home becomes worth $200,000. 
Let's say you have a $400,000 mortgage. You're now underwater. That means you owe more than your house is actually worth. That's a horrifying position to be in. And that started happening all across America. And why was it? Was it predatory loan practices? That, that problem is way, way, way bigger with the Federal Reserve, with the IMF, with, the, with these international banking systems that literally print money and bail out countries and fuel wars. That's the problem. These mortgage rates and stuff, it's less about predatory and more about marketplace competition where the, the government sets up a policy that's insane, where they're like, everyone can get the house. And then it's almost like when Kennedy was like, I say we go to the moon. And NASA was like, Kennedy, we can't go to the moon. He's like, I say we go to the moon. And so then they have to start lying and cheating and, and faking. It's the same with the bankers. You know, the bankers are, a lot of them are slaves. Until you get to the top of the pyramid, even those guys are slaves to Satan. But um, they work 90 hours a week, a lot of stress, a lot of suicide. And so they have to give these loans. And then when it all falls apart, and another thing, they would bundle the loans. So if, if one person takes on debt of Tyrannosaurus Kool-Aid, this guy with a negative fucking credit score, He'll take a bunch of these loans, bundle them up, sell it somewhere else. That person doesn't even know where these are coming from. And the credit score has been manipulated. And now you have like a black ooze, like a cancerous cell in the economy. And now it's getting passed around. People are making money on it. Fractal reserves are happening. Cha-ching, cha-ching. You're building up this Ponzi scheme that when it collapses, it just goes boom. And the problem with a lot of these things is unlike Bernie Madoff, when you can say that guy was in charge of the Ponzi scheme, with this shit, there's so many hands in it that you can't even pick it. You can't even figure out who did it. And that's and our economy is set for an absolute disaster. Guys, our debt is not slowing down. It's exponential. And it's based on nothing. So that's why I'm building fences, getting seeds. Like It might be tomorrow. It might be in 20 years. But when it collapses, millions will die. And it's not when, if, it's when. There's so many people whose lives are built up on fake money and debt that when this thing collapses, it's game motherfucking over, guys. And you can blame Israel, but it's not Israel. It's our connection to Israel. It's not the existence of Israel. It's the satanic deals that America and Israel can make. Just like the banks and um, the government, just like churches in the government, just like all kinds of shit, just like the Vatican in Italy, just like D.C. and fucking Baltimore, just like uh, London City in London. None of this is new. These are how nation states can operate, just like Switzerland, just like parts of New Zealand with some of this shit going down. You know, there's jurisdictional issues and little like Ponzi scheme nuggets that just... Exactly. Cannibalism. Was good. Thank you for saying this. Economic collapse will be zombie land. Oh, dude. Zombie land. This guy gets it. Who is your master? Who is? You're doing incredible work, Owen Benjamin. We appreciate watching your journey down the rabbit hole and we'd love to be a part of it with you. Sweet. Sweet, sweet. It's the venom that possesses you. Not me. Uh, too easy to hate all the Jews. Myopic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Think about it this way, guys. If it really was just the Jews, and if you could just kill them all and evil would disappear, D 
Do you think that would even be known at all? That's why the mimicry has to happen because the karmic payback, just like when I was on Punked and just like all this shit, the karmic payback for these people that do these horrible things to us is so great that they have to say it publicly or be publicly mocked or publicly humiliated in controlled ways, like whether or not you're on Ellen or Punked or whatever. Usual Suspects was directed by a confirmed pedophile, starring a pedophile, written, produced, like horror, right? They told you the whole thing. They go, you didn't even know if you were working for Soze, right? The, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. That is the, the real truth bombs come in some of the most evil packages. You know, that's why uh, Jordan Peterson was so powerful to people like me and a lot of people is because he would say something so fucking true and then 90% of just satanic garbage. And like those truth nuggets would just grab you, you know? And um, it was like that with usual suspects. You know, they told you what's happening. It's like, it's like you never knew when you were working for Kaiser Sose. That's why you can't just say the Jews. The bankers work for something else. The countries work for the banks. The banks, that's not the end of the fucking pyramid, guys. If you think that's the end of the pyramid, you are not paying attention. The Babylonians, and then before that, the Sumerians. And the, the dude, I, I believe the Bible pretty much literally. There's some parts where I'm like, come on. But in general, I think a lot of this shit is absolutely what went down. I think there is fallen ones. I think that there is like evil magic wizard shit going down. And I think that we are now starting to really fucking see it. The thing is, the Jews are freaking smarter. Do you not know dumb Jews? I know so many dumb Jews. How do you not know dumb Jews? I know so many dumb Jews. Guys, there's a lot of really smart Jews. There's also a lot of uh, Jews with um, uh, schizophrenia. Happens when you uh, only fuck your cousins. Do you know that the Rothschilds, like the, the, the head of the Rothschild guys, like in the 1700s, they insist that they only fuck cousins. They only marry cousins and breed with cousins to keep the money in. The Catholic Church did that with the priests because the priests that would have families would lose uh, parts of their, uh, they would lose land. So that's why they're like, all right, bring in the homos and the pedos to just keep land. That's why the Rothschilds have been inbreeding for hundreds of years. That's why like... When people think that some of these guys have these master plans and they're living these awesome lives, they're probably sitting in a little room just like, oh, oh, I taste colors. Oh, are you mommy? Like some of these people are so incestual and so fucked up. One of my buddies dated one of the uh, Walton's grandkids. Dude, they just stare. They're just like, hello. Do you like tables? They're not like killing it. There's a lot of Jews with those jobs. You know, a lot of the richest fucking billionaire Jews are just sitting in a little room counting. Does that sound like a blast? No, I don't know it sounds like a blast. Live streaming, sidekick bear, claw, fires, melted bicycle. All right, let me read a couple more of these super chats and then we'll call it. They're fools that are slaves for Satan. We all have we all have worked for Satan in one way or another at some point in our lives. And if you can't admit that to yourself, you might be doing it right now. 
This is Satan's world. Have you not figured that out yet? There's times in your life when you look back and you're like, I just served Satan. And unless you know that, you're not free because you, everyone has. Everyone has. This is his realm, dude. All right. I just hit some of the bigger ones just to be fair. Uh, BB, what are your thoughts on humans and dinosaurs roaming the earth together based off Bible? Thoughts? Thanks. Now, I, I haven't studied enough. I'm just, the more I, I, I look at the world, the more I realize that uh, the Bible is pretty fucking real. But in my mind, Cretaceous, Triassic, Jurassic, hundreds of millions. I, it's a process. It's a process. I don't know. It's a process. Yeah. Banning like a hypocrite. Now nah, you're banned for life. I hope it was worth it. Hope it was worth it. Because now you can never talk again. Are you Gnostic, bro? I don't even know what Gnostic means. I doubt it. It sounds weird. I don't like silent G's. You must be conscious of it. Do you, though? I don't know if people are really conscious of serving Satan. Like, think about how insane that would be to be like, all right, time to serve Satan. I commend you for raising your children correctly. Go BB. Thank you, Chad. Uh, I can't imagine someone choosing to serve Satan. That sounds... I think you think you're serving yourself and balance and... See the secret, and I think there's doorways into Satanism that you have no idea is Satanism, and then before you know it, you're like, oh shit, someone's wearing horns. I don't know. Most people unknowingly work for Satan. That's what I think. I think that it's sold. Like I'll be listening to an interesting theory, and then before you know it, you'll hear a you'll hear a phrase that that snaps you out of it, where it's like, you know, as above, so below, and and I'm like, oh Jesus, this is fucking satanic. Um, you know, like little things like that will just like, I'll be listening to some podcast about fractals and I, I, I find fractals amazing, but then you'll, you'll, you'll hear like a spin on it where it's like, yeah. And just like everyone knows, you know, do as thou wilt. And you know, it's so interesting when you look at ice crystals and I'm like, I'm so glad I know what that means because a lot of people don't know Satanism when they hear it. They're just like, do as thou wilt. Yeah. No. No. As soon as you hear something like that, like do what you want, do as thou wilt, just out. It's like that's fractals are amazing. Yeah, but it's like a lot of those things, uh a lot of those things you don't see right away. Inner voice BB, yeah. Inner voice works, but you also have to have logos. You have to have both. You know, like I'll tell you a perfect example of uh, inner voice versus uh, logos logic. Like when my dad, like my dad yesterday wrote me like people were emailing me that you've lost your mind and you have guns. Are you okay? You know, just mind, mind bending. And I'm like, I'm fine, dad. Everything's fine. You know, and, and Amy was like, should I email him? Like, that's fucked up. Like he's fucking with your brain. And I'm like. And my emotions are always like, yes, say everything, just let it out. But my logic was like, I know that isn't the right move. Just let it, just move on. Because any interaction with that world just will get twisted and distorted. And like every time, it's like quicksand. Like every time you try and fight it, it just twists. 
And so that's a perfect example of not listening to my, my inner voice is like, yes, he'll, he'll, he'll be awakened to the reality. I, I, I know so much about that relationship that I know there is no way out of that. Like you can't, I've spent hours trying to explain some of these things to certain people. And they're at the very end, they're like, so are you going to kill yourself? And you're like, one of my, one of me and my brother's buddies, who's a uh, trooper. And that, see, these are some of the things that uh, keep me, keep me humble. Keep me, um, Humble's the wrong word. Keep me, uh, gives me a good perspective, calms me. Because some of my buddies that are like uh, troopers, they get real, real, real threats. You know, well, they'll put someone in prison that's like, nigga, I'm coming for you. I'm going to, I'm going to cut, I'm going to cut you up, you know. And he has this phrase, it's just uh, rain on a tin roof. It's like noise, just noise. And he packs a lipper. Just rain on, just rain on a tin roof. And so, um, yeah, grounded, grounded is a good one. So when I get this shit and I'm like, I interact with hundreds of thousands of people, of course, I'm going to get some crazy motherfuckers. And then I'm listening to a documentary about Vince Foster or something. And I'm like, someone's going to suicide me. And then I talk to my buddies who are troopers and they're like, you know, their life, they get threats where I'm like, whoa, as above, so below is a reference to war against God. Yeah. It's Luciferian. Jesus Christ, the only way out. Fact. Duck in water, let it roll off. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, and make me a bear. Verify me as hillbilly. Welcome. Bill Nye the pedo guy, full blown. I don't know. Um, Crowley was an MI5 asset. I see, that's a different level. I don't think grounded is right either, being six foot seven, pushing six eight. I think perspective is the is the correct word, where it's like, it's fractal. It's very fractal. Where in my mind, I'm like, oh, I just got all these emails. And my buddy could just be like, yeah, someone tried to stab me with a syringe. I'm like, oh, there's that. And then I realized that it's a mad world. Let me play mad world. And then I'm, I'm getting out of here. It's been over two hours and I'm out of wood. It's a mad world, baby. Run and 
in circles. It's a very, very bad world. My sunshine, my only sunshine, you make me happy when skies are gray. You never know, dear, how much I love you. So please don't take my sunshine away. Hit the like button. PayPal.me slash feed the bear if you want to support the chat. Uh, hugepianist.com to get one of my specials. But a very valuable currency isn't even money or anything like that. It's just spreading the word, sharing it. Um, subscribe. Hit the alert button. Come hang out every night. We do this every night. And uh, I appreciate you guys tremendously for hanging out and talking to me and even the people I ban. I mean, you bring something to the table. I'm just glad you're all banned for life. Uh, much love. Be good to each other. Make babies with uh, with your dicks and stay hydrated. And watch out for people that know how to build a fucking fence because they know how to hide a body. <laughs>